So today I want to explore this idea that that we can use the present moment as a blank canvas on which we can take new actions that aren't bound by our past limiting beliefs or any beliefs for that matter and that through this process we can create any life we desire the life we desire and i'm going to take you through how i see that to work in this episode So in a nutshell, just as a, a broad overview of, of everything I'll be talking about today, I want to explore how we form beliefs and also how our beliefs are triggered by the events around us and with awareness of this experience, the experience of the thoughts we're having and the feelings we're having, we can come into the present moment just using that experience to bring us there. And from that present moment, we then have a choice to take a different action, to walk a different way or make a different decision, whatever it is we desire. And it's the space that's created by the, the present moment which allows us to do that, which allows us to make that new decision, which gives us the space to do that. And this is where the amazing part is, Every time we take that new action, we're starting to build up new beliefs on a different pathway that have nothing to do with our old beliefs. They're not conditioned by them. They're not bound by them. And over time, this, these beliefs give rise to new experiences because it's the belief that is causing particular thoughts and feelings to come up for us. In this way, having this space to take this new action or make these new decisions not conditioned by our past beliefs, we have the ability to proactively create any life we want while we're still being compassionate to the old limiting beliefs. And as we're doing that, they also progressively diminish over time. They get less and less intense just as a natural result of us taking this new action. And I'm going to explain how that works in just a moment. You would have noticed if you've been listening for a little while that I have mentioned these all these techniques before. I keep mentioning self-awareness and acceptance and also the self-relationship and different ways to come back into the present moment. And this episode touches on points that are in episode five and also in episode 24 and probably a few others in between there. But I find it helpful to look at these things from different angles so, so we can all understand them from, yeah, literally from different angles um, and have a better understanding of what exactly I'm talking about, both you and me. So... Let's just revisit beliefs for a second and I want to look at how they're formed. And this will 
provide like a general overview for anyone that's still in the dark about how beliefs relate to our thoughts and feelings and how they're all connected. Beliefs are created by our interpretations of the events around us. In order for us to create a belief, we need an us and an event to experience. So really there's three parts. There's us, there's the event, which could be any situation, anything that happens, literally anything. And then we have an experience of that event, how we actually uh, feel it or perceive it to be. And depending on how we interpret the initial event will determine the, what sort of belief we make about that experience. Now, not every, not every experience you have is going to start creating a belief. But once you do have a belief there, it's, it just naturally starts to reinforce itself. And your thoughts and feelings start to reflect that, the, the belief that you formed. So, for example, I'm five years old and I'm playing in the park with my mum and a few of my other five-year-old friends. And I've got a juice, the sun is shining, everything is amazing. Off to the side, there's a basketball game going on. It's just a casual game, just of local street kids who are just enjoying the summer sun and getting out there and playing some b-ball. And then, bam, something huge and heavy hits me. The force and the weight of this thing make my body buckle to the ground. And I'm crying. I'm crying. I mean, if that hap- I mean, that didn't act- this is not a real story by the way, but if that did happen, I would definitely be crying. So I guess that's why I put that in there. I'm crying. I got hit by a basketball. Now, I could perceive this experience in a couple of different ways. Many, many different ways, but I'm just going to throw in two options just to keep it simple. If I was just really in my own world and suddenly this really heavy force hits me and just smashes me to the ground, I might come away with the belief that basketballs are dangerous. And I don't actually know what basketballs are at that point, but I know what they look like, how heavy they feel, how much pain they can cause. And that's good enough for me to create this belief that they're dangerous. Or with, so the same event, I could come away with that thinking that people who play basketball are dangerous because maybe I was watching the game and I saw the pass that went off the court and came straight to meet my body and face. So if that was my experience of, of the event, then Maybe I'm going to lean towards not so much basketballs are dangerous, but people who play basketball are dangerous. So you can see how it changes subtly depending on where my focus was at that point in time and how I've interpreted the event. But the event itself is the same. Like objectively, I got smacked with a basketball and it really hurt. So in order to form a belief, there's an initial event, our experience of the event, And then there's our perception of that experience. Now, our perception of the experience 
will be completely unique. It's, it's always going to be unique, even from the day we were born. How we perceive the, the experiences around us will be completely unique to us. And as we grow up, as we have more and more experiences and we build beliefs, good and bad and neutral, all everything in between, these all come into shaping how we're going to perceive events in this moment. Using the basketball story, I've got this belief and once that belief's there, I'll carry it wherever I go and it won't always be active and in most situations this belief isn't going to cause too much trouble. This belief of either basketballs are dangerous or people who play basketball are dangerous. So this is mostly not going to cause us too much trouble. But the next time I'm near a basketball game, there's a pretty high chance I'm going to feel um, anxious and possibly a bit vulnerable. And let's just say when I'm older, I'm like, I don't know, 15. So it's 10 years. A lot happens in 10 years. A lot more beliefs can be formed. A lot more experiences can be had. And so I'm 15 years old and my friends start playing basketball. And of course, I want to be with them. I want to play basketball too. But as I start playing, I realize I'm so afraid to of the ball. I'm just afraid to receive the ball. And I've forgotten the original incident at this point. It's been so long that I've forgotten the incident that started this belief that basketballs are dangerous. And every time someone passes the ball to me, I feel, I can feel like my whole body tenses up. I get really heavy. I've, I can't move properly. And, and I don't know why, because I, I can't remember the original event, which caused this belief. So in that moment, I'm like, what is going on? Like, there's no reference to this original belief. I've forgotten the original event. So but I'm still having the symptoms of it. I'm still being affected by it. One of the ways I like to illustrate the relationship between our our beliefs and how they affect our thoughts and feelings is by using the analogy of a river. Our beliefs, those initial formations built up of all these experiences and memories are what shape the riverbed. And if the riverbed is all twisty and, um, and narrow in certain sections, then that's how the water is going to flow. But if the riverbed is very deep and open, then that's also going to dictate how the water is going to flow through it. And that water can be seen as our thoughts and feelings. So first we have the underlying beliefs, which determine the flow of the larger body of water, which can be seen as our thoughts. And on the very surface of the water, there's ripples and little whirlpools and swirls. And those are our, our feelings and our sensations. And usually our awareness is closer to the surface of the river than it is to the the bottom of the the riverbed and it's it's the it's the thoughts and the feelings that create our our experience 
going back to the basketball game, I'm on the court, I'm 15 years old. I'm trying to play basketball with my friends. I find out I can't catch the ball because my body's locking up. I feel like, feel very uncoordinated and there's a lot of sort of fear and anxiety running through me. That is my experience in that moment. That And th- that is made up of the thoughts I have and the feelings I'm feeling. We perceive this experience through the sensations of our body. So I might be feeling some tension inside me somewhere, some some heat maybe, some some a flushed face. And when I feel these these things, when I'm I'm locking up and I'm nervous and feeling uncoordinated, immediately that creates a new experience. And from that new experience I have more thoughts and from those thoughts I then have more feelings which creates another experience within my body. And you can see that this cycle just continues. Because the initial experience of the, the fear and, the, and all the anxious thoughts have come from this original belief, and then I have more thoughts and feelings about the experience that that belief has created, this enters me into a cycle which continually reinforces the limiting belief. And it can even spiral to create more beliefs. So it could start from, I believe basketballs are dangerous, to then through this new experience of me not being able to catch the ball and feeling embarrassed and uncoordinated on the court in front of my friends, this could then go on to create another belief, which is, I'm not good at basketball. And this, this is all stemmed from that original belief. If I didn't feel basketballs were dangerous, I would have had no problem receiving the ball on the court. So you can see how that can really quickly get out of, out of control and just keep going and going infinitely. So I want to talk about how we can use the present moment to break this cycle. So the simple act of becoming aware of our present experience brings us into the present moment. There's nothing more we need to do. Just being with with everything that I feel in that moment. And by doing that, I've entered into this present moment. The present moment is neither good, bad, neutral, nothing. It's just what it is right now. It's only when we begin to to label it or interpret it in certain ways or start thinking about what it is or how it is or how it should be that we bring content to it. So when we become aware of the experience we're having in this moment, we step outside of it. So simultaneously, we step into the present moment and we step outside of the experience we're having and we're then in a position to just watch it and not be overwhelmed by it because we're yeah we're on the sidelines (laughs) and it's that act of of becoming aware of what's going on right now and also accepting it acceptance is vital to to this process Without acceptance, it's easy to continue resisting how we feel or trying to push it away or ignore it in some way. 
just as a side note, if you want to hear more about acceptance, you can check out episode 24, where I talk a lot about self-acceptance, actually. I go into much more detail about exactly the process of what acceptance is and how to do it. But this is a really important point. So by becoming aware of our experience, we step outside it and we're no longer overwhelmed by it. And we're also in the present moment as well because that is the experience we're having and we're just being with it. That's all there is to coming into the present moment. I found it the easiest to become aware of my experience through my feelings and and the sensations I feel in my body. Because every feeling we have, as I mentioned before, will have a sensation associated with it somewhere in the body. And over time, I've gotten into this habit of just paying attention to my body and realizing, oh, there's some burning in my stomach. Oh, right, I'm afraid. And just bringing my awareness to it and accepting that's how I feel right now. Okay. And so that's, that's bringing me into the present moment every time and simultaneously breaking me out of whatever self-reinforcing belief cycle I'm in that's causing me to feel fear in the first place. So using our feelings and the sensations in our body as that, that point of access to the present moment um, is really all that's necessary. We don't need to become aware of the thoughts we're having that are creating those, those feelings within our body. And we also don't need to go right down to the depth of the river and become aware of the original belief. You can do that. It is possible to do that. I have done that for myself using the tools of writing and other methods, but it's not necessary in order to come into the present moment. So going back to the court, I'd first become aware of the heaviness in my body. If I'm feeling heavy, however I'm feeling, however my body's feeling, I would just bring my attention to it. And it's important to note here that this is not an analytical process. We're not analyzing how we are. We're just being with how we are. So it's more of a a listening, an open listening to how we are in this moment instead of an analytical investigation or a search for how we are because we already are how we are right now. So it's just an open listening to our present experience. And every time I do this, there's a sense of ease and relief that I feel every time. And it's a really good way to tell that you've come into the present moment. And so it's this, it's this one, two, um, so it's this, it's this combination of awareness and the acceptance of the experience you're having, which brings us into the present moment. Don't worry if, like, if you're going to try this out, don't worry if you don't feel incredibly relieved or completely relieved. There's different degrees of it. Any amount of, uh, any amount of relief is a sign that you are in the present moment. So it's just a big thumbs up. So I'm on the court. I've become aware of how I feel. I've accepted how I feel. I'm in that, I'm in that present moment allowing and accepting everything I experience. From that place, I decide 
you know what? I'm just going to catch this ball. Even if it hurts me, I'm going to catch this ball. So that choice to make that action, that, that decision, you can see is completely new, completely apart from the original belief that basketballs are dangerous. And with that new decision, my friend passes me the ball and I catch it like a pro. Like there's no flinch, there's no fumble and I just make a pass. I make another pass and we're playing basketball. It's this new action which has led to a new experience. And from that new experience, I can build a new belief, a belief that has nothing to do with the old belief of basketballs are dangerous. I just want you to take a moment to think about the power of that process, to think about the potential of being able to come into a space where you're no longer overwhelmed by the experience you're having in this present moment and have the ability to make a decision that is good for you and good for those around you. That is just going to cause a chain reaction. So every, every, every new action you take from that space of clarity, from that present moment, is going to give rise to a new experience. And from that new experience, you'll begin to build new beliefs. And these beliefs will start to change the way you think and feel in your life. We all have this ability. It's a natural ability that we have to become aware and accept our experience in this present moment. And when we do, we come into the space where we can choose any action we want, any action we desire, make any decision that's going to benefit us and those around us. And by doing that, we are proactively creating a life that is however we want to make it. We're proactively creating new beliefs which... I would assume would be positive and energizing, which are then going to give rise to positive thoughts and positive feelings, which are going to leave us with positive experiences and just feed back into this positive reinforcement cycle. And something amazing begins to happen as you keep doing this. Actually, every time you become aware of your present moment experience and make a new decision. Every time you go through that process, two things are happening at the same time. So number one, you're actively creating a new belief, a new positive belief. And as a result of that, you're not within the, the unpleasant, overwhelming feelings, the limiting feelings, the feelings of fear, inadequacy, self-doubt, all of the all, the all the experiences that those feelings and thoughts bring, you've stepped outside of those. And with and by stepping outside of those, you're no longer giving them fuel to keep going. And that cycle needs you to keep experiencing it and keep taking action from that, those places of fear in order to create new experiences of fear for yourself. 
And so you have those new experiences of fear and inadequacy and vulnerability. And those reinforce the original belief, the original limiting belief. So by stepping outside of those and, and taking new action, we're simultaneously creating these positive beliefs that are going to create positive experiences in our lives and also diminishing the power of the, the negative beliefs. And I really do mean this. Every single time you practice this, every single time you do this, those negative beliefs get weaker and weaker and weaker until eventually they just fade away like they were never there in the first place. Now, these words are coming from me. I haven't read these in a book. This experience I've just described that they just dissolve. I've lived that. I've experienced that for myself. And really, I'm grateful that I get to share that with you today. Now, just a few side notes before I wrap this episode up. The... The present moment, our present moment awareness is not an escape from our experience of life. It's, it's actually the complete opposite. It's, a, it's an embrace. It's an acceptance and it's an awareness of what is happening in this moment. And when we're in the pr- present moment, our emotional wounds and those, those negative beliefs still exist, but we're no longer bound by them. We're no longer inside them. We've come into a more neutral space where we can then make a new decision, fresh decision, and take new action, which serves us and those around us in more fulfilling and and positive ways. Big episode this week. I hope everything was in order and made sense. As always, if there are any questions, please reach me through either the Facebook page or the contact page at beersforbeing.com slash contact. Thanks for joining me and I'm off to enjoy this warm summery afternoon. Until next time.